0: is 1206 1205 actually uh, no it is 1206 and you're listening to the John DiPietro show it's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM you can uh, listen online at our website DiPietro.com right in the upper left hand side you'll see the listen live you just click on this uh, this portion of the program brought you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center folks right now And they've been having a tremendous season. I also just want to mention, um, we will not have a Facebook live right now for the noon report. But I, I was back last night and then I had to have something checked, uh, this morning. And as a result of that, um, I I just don't feel like being in front of a camera right now because they were poking me a little bit because of the, um, because of last week's uh, attack and incident and so forth. So I, I mean I think I should be fine later. Uh but we're we're taking it day by day and I, I know people love the noon report live and uh we will be back with it, I promise you. Uh most likely tomorrow, but it was something I had to have done. And so uh but the good news is right now we're live on the radio at twelve oh seven and it's brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Where well, remember right now, what a selection, sweet corn Zucchini, eggplant, yellow squash, tomatoes and cucumbers, local honey is available. Folks, it's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, Rhode Island's number one garden center. They are a full-scale nursery located 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown, and they are open seven days a week. Look for them on Facebook. But they have everything from annuals, perennials, trees and shrubs. As a matter of fact, they have... The Placata Green Giant Abravites in stock. Hundreds to choose from. Three feet tall, eleven feet tall. Fast growing, deer resistant. Make a beautiful natural border And hanging pots, hanging impatiens. Large selection, beautiful patio pots. Tropical mandevillas. especially now, folks, since we've gotten a little bit of rain. Screen loom and mulch, of course, available. Gift certificates are available. Folks, they're open seven days a week. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Stop it and see them. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. And it's Steve and Debbie and Junior and Byron. And again, I think the world of them, they are just uh, so dedicated. It's a local business. And that you could be uh, helping. And they deserve your business. And one of the things that they're also known is for the amount of um just their service is is second to none and so i encourage you to see them stop it and see them folks 3688 quakerly in north kingstown it's pr landscape materials and garden center well i want to direct you to the website and especially you know i realize a lot of people um, i'm not going to talk about the charlotte lester case a lot today kind of do that more the nighttime uh, Facebook Live program. Um, but we have more facts and information on that than anyone else. And check it out at DePietro.com. We have the timeline of events. A lot of people, and I understand that, people are busy. The rest of the media, they've covered it. Not to the extent that we have. I like coverage that goes very in depth. I do. So therefore, when I'm covering a story, if we can, I like to go very in-depth. You can't always. But uh, when we can, I, I like to um, do that. And therefore, you get the full timeline. You get you know, video links up to speed on this woman that was last seen Monday night, May 16th. And was headed up to the home of the orange ski mask lawnmower person. Who has not spoken to the family. And from what I understand, you know, they try to paint it as though he's been fully cooperative. That's not what I have heard. I heard, you know, basic, minimal cooperation. And there's just so many parts of it that don't make sense. But anyhow... Uh, if you go to the website, com, that's where you can see everything in all the, you know, in the video timeline from when we first arrived in the scene, which was police showed up on that Saturday, the 21st, and set up a full 24-7 crime scene, which is, according to law enforcement people I've talked to, unprecedented. Like I've said, you know, Mar-a-Lago, they were on scene in premises, uh, executing a search warrant for nine hours. I, we, I, we've interviewed former police that said they've been, had search warrants and been on the scene of, you know, like a drug read where they had maybe maybe a full day uh, getting evidence at a scene. Or sometimes, you know, when when there is a homicide police will put up that yellow police tape and that is you know basically it's a it's a crime scene so what is unusual about the case is the amount of time that the tape was up the property and home were in fact you know blocked off from the public and even as a matter of fact something that the media doesn't report on is And I think it's important that the the owner of the home was not allowed to be there for a full month, right? May 21st to June 18th. So, you know, like we've always said, yes, it is a missing person case. By the way, his attorney, even his attorney described him as a person of interest in the case. And just so people understand Um, You know, police don't do that lightly. Not everybody falls uh, under that umbrella, so to speak. Um, Orange ski mask, lawnmower man, um, his, his own attorney, as I said, identified him. As a a person of interest in the case, and what I just find interesting is um, that prior to that, he had never been identified that way, uh, by 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 Warwick police, and so therefore, you know, we we didn't even identify him as as a person of interest, but his own attorney. Cal Cagney, this office represents Mark Perkins. As the community know, work police conducting a missing person investigation. Notice never mentions the name Charlotte Lester. While I'm unaware of the status of this investigation, isn't that interesting? Hmm. Mark Perkins was one of several persons of interest. Huh? He fully cooperative police investigation was not charged with any crimes related to it. Since his name surfaced as a person of interest. He's become the target of continuous reporting by journalist John DiPietro. Now, that is not true. His name never surfaced. The reason why we were doing the reporting is because the blanking war police were sitting on the guy's house for a month. So even that part is is wrong. That's not true. His name his name never surfaced as a person of interest. So that's, that's not accurate. That's not accurate at all, Cal Cagney. Um, so, again, I want to be very clear. As we, we have always said, it, it is a missing persons case. We have interviewed former law enforcement at the scene um we we have interviewed uh various people connected with the case we we covered the three searches that were done and and actually kind of organized the the, the water search um and I'll also say this and I like as I say I'm not going to talk about the case but um, and then I'm proceeding to talk about the case. Just because, you know, the little things, so much happened in a very short amount of time. And I'm still kind of going over everything. But I find that statement, since, you know, I'll have to do an update on the website. On this. Since his name surfaced. Well, his name actually never surfaced. Uh, every time we were looking into different possibilities, you know, people... It just always came back to, where where are the police? (coughs) Excuse me. And the police were sitting on this guy's house. Does that mean that he is guilty of a crime? No, it does not mean that. But I noticed that they also don't mention that. His attorney doesn't mention it. Um, As far as the frequency, there were a lot of different developments with the case from the notes, love notes. Notice he doesn't mention that. Being found to the mattress that we learned that they were looking for from the searches. Um, I fully get that some people don't understand how media operates. I and I, I get that. Because I get that from people who they they it seems a mystery to them. You know? Like they'll say you know, an extreme example. Notice no one's talking about 9-11 anymore. Well, what is there to be said about 9-11 <laughs> that hasn't already been said? It'll be mentioned again on the anniversary. If someone significant with 9-11 passed away, it would be in the news. But I'm just saying, notice they don't talk about 9-11 anymore. Well, what would they say? If you came home or if you were home and put on the news and they said our top story today is that... The planes attack the World Trade Center. So you'd be like, what is this, a, you know, a, a, a news clip? Yeah, they also don't talk about World War II anymore. Notice no one talks about the Vietnam War anymore. Well, what is there to be said at this point? News is driven by new developments in a story. You can go down the list of things that they don't talk about anymore. I'm just saying, notice they don't talk about it anymore. I, I don't know even <clears throat> what to say about that. Um you know, his attorney also said that I've been the subject of various police complaints by Perkins and his neighbors. Right. And the police would show up and they would instruct the neighbors that I wasn't doing anything wrong. And I, I find the whole thing odd and twisted that this and I don't know what to make of it. Um I, I don't I don't know what to make of that with this, this weird dynamic with the neighbors, I, I, I don't know. That one I don't have a handle on. Um, you know, this business that the purpose was designed to uh, harass and interfere with Perkins' right to the quiet use and enjoyment of his property, that is false. The purpose was to draw attention to a missing person. Okay, Charlotte Lester. They still won't say her name. So, and then I I take exception with that with this statement. Uh, you know, I will do a, an update on the website on this as I think of it. Even after receiving a stern warning from police to avoid him in the property, he returned there. For, yeah, but I was across the street. They did that better. As a matter of fact, that that did not happen. This stern warning to avoid him in the property. We we did. He was then the maniac out there in the orange ski mask. Um, and then, you know, the, this is when the altercation occurred. No, we all saw where the altercation occurred. Um, and I, you know, we instigated the, the, the whole thing. It's just ludicrous. But, you know, hey, that's his client. I also want to mention um, his attorney, as I see it, says there's a no contact imposed between the men. Well, that's actually not the case. It's imposed on him. He's not supposed to contact me. So, as I say, I'm not going to talk about the case. At 1220 on this Tuesday, August 23rd, and you're listening to the John DePietro Show, AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Um, As I mentioned last night, legally, 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 if I wanted to, this afternoon, tonight tomorrow the next i could legally go right back to where i was right in that same spot where i was standing wednesday night with ladybug absolutely and if he came outside he has to go into his home the contact order is on him not me him so everyone it was all captured so that's another false statement so I've heard that this guy is, um, is a good attorney. I think it's interesting his choice of clientele, to say the least. But I want to come back to that this is a missing persons case. This began with the notice that this individual was missing. And, you know, let, let's go through the list. How many missing person cases are there right now in Cumberland? I I am unaware of any. How many missing person cases in, let's just say the town of Lincoln. How many people right now maybe went to go run an errand to the store and then have not been seen since, and then you find their dog and car or truck or whatever? Uh, Zero. So it is an unusual case. You know, you have an individual where it's a Monday night, May 16th, who says to an acquaintance, okay, you know, it's 10 o'clock, I'm heading up the hill to see so-and-so, have a good night, and then they're never seen again. And then the dog is found two nights later, and then the truck is found at Kent Hospital. So... For people, I who cares about you know you. As I've said, you can say that about any. You can say that about anything. <clears throat> there will always be. Right now at twelve twenty-two, there will always be somewhere in the world children starving. Absolutely true. Sad. Hopefully, some of that is being uh, cut into, so to speak or reduced, but last night there were children in parts of India, parts of Africa, um, I bet the entire nation of North Korea, but who went to bed hungry, completely true. There are also right now, what time is it? 1223, it's Tuesday, August 23rd. This morning, tragic as it is, If the orange mask doesn't fit, you must acquit. All right, that would be interesting. They haven't tried the mask on in court. I like that. First good laugh I've had over this whole thing. But this morning, tragically, someone is at a hospital somewhere in the United States. So somewhere, maybe even Rhode Island or somewhere in the country. And they're being told, very sorry, you have a terminal illness <clears throat> and you need to get your affairs in order. And you, you know, you may have whatever it is, three to six months to live. That that happens somewhere. Somewhere, someone is dealing with that. I've interviewed people that have been given terminal diagnosis, and they said that the biggest shock is when they leave the doctor's office and they see the world is still going. People are still going going to work, coming home from work, running errands, honking horns, police sirens. Life is continuing, even though their life has dramatically changed. Much like the shock of when, when someone, you know, Um, dear to us passes away. So, that said, every night, every single night, you could lead the news with there are children starving in the world. Or that there's people dying of cancer. You could. Now, I think people would argue that there's other things happening. But the argument of, you know, with everything going on in the world, why you know, you could make that argument on, on basically every story that is not that there are children starving to death and that there are people dying of cancer. You you could always make, based on that logic, you know, a Little League team going to the Little League World Series doesn't matter. Hey, forget about those kids. What about the kids over in India that are starving? What about the kids in Africa? I mean... If you use that as the criteria, then then there's no reason to talk about anything. But it is an unusual case. And as the family put out a statement about it, uh, in their mind, and, I, and I, I thought that was such a good point. That through the course of them looking into it and also hiring a private investigator, they have been able to check people off as um as potential suspects. But this individual has been the least, least cooperative according to the family. This individual was where th- that woman who's missing was, was headed to that destination. I've been told this individual had phone communication. There was a flurry of phone calls between him and her that night and right around that 10 o'clock mark. So, and as I have said every single time, it is a missing person's case. We have not accused anyone of any type of heinous crime. Uh, According to the family, this person has been the least cooperative with the family. And they have a lot of questions that they would like to answer. And as I have said, finally, um, every time it started to go off into a different direction. It always came back to, and and these were police telling me, by the way. But but where are the police? Where are they? Everything's not as complicated. Everything's not as complicated. You know, how did the dog get to the park? I don't know. How did her truck get to Ken Hospital? It's a walking distance from that area. It is. It's not that far. A couple minutes. I mean. I don't know what is it two miles max. Um, it's walkable, so you could drive there, drop off the truck, and then walk somewhere. Um, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't in found in another state. The dog was not found in another state, and the truck was not found in another state. The truck was found very close. <clears throat> you know, the dog. I, I don't. I don't know what the the drill is on that. And there have been searches, and and it is still an open. An active investigation. One thing that we learned that Notice's attorney didn't mention is that apparently he lied to the police. When was asked about um, <laughs> my equipment, he lied. According to the police, he lied. The police say they asked him. He said, "I don't have it." They got a search warrant. They went in. Voila, there it is. So somebody's lying. I don't know if it was a misunderstanding. I don't know what the drill is with that, but. Uh, and I don't know how it was asked. I don't know if they said, do you have, you know, no, it's, I don't have his phone in my house. And then they find it in the shed. I still don't have my microphone. You know, it's lousy being a victim of crime. Suddenly you're just out of the, you know, you're just out of it. And and again, I I am totally understandable of people that have been robbed of You know, very valuable things, things that cannot be replaced. So I get it. It's all relative. Um, At 1228, folks, I do want to mention, go to the website, depetro.com, which is brought by Home Again Consignment. Now, John has a unique business. There's a link on the website, dipetro.com. His store is located in the Governor Francis Shopping Center. Fine furniture, art, antiques, glassware, jewelry. He does estate sales. It's home again consignment. And there's a link to his Facebook page on the website, toPetro.com. You can call him, 401-463-3310. It's home again consignment. Governor Francis Shopping Center, fine furniture, art, antiques, glassware, jewelry, buy, sell, consign. And estate sales are provided as well. So, um, so there is that. Now... <clears throat> I also, as I mentioned last hour, early voting starts tomorrow. This is wrong. Ballot harvesting, the way that we're now doing our elections, they changed it. It's different. The campaigns can send out mail ballot applications. That's wrong. We should end that, but it's in existence right now. The campaigns can collect ballots. As a matter of fact, anyone can collect ballots. That's wrong. That's wrong shouldn't be that way. In many states they don't allow it, or in certain states they limit the number. Rhode Island doesn't do that, of course. This election, this primary is not going to be legitimate in my in my opinion. You know, all these people that talk about voter suppression and someone that's ill or handicapped and someone wants to collect their ballot. You know, it never occurred to them that union members can now say to their members, "Okay, Everybody stop by the office, and we're going to give you your mail ballot application, or vote, excuse me, and you fill it out here, and we're going to collect it, i.e. check it. So that is different. This is such so different than we're going to tell our members to get out there on September 13th and get to the polls and vote for Dan McKee. Very different than that. You know, Gorbea was pushing this, Secretary of State Nellie Gorbea. McKee, as I said, was like a game of poker. Like, I see you and I'll raise you. Oh, okay. Oh, fine. You want to collect ballots? Let's see. I think I can out-collect you. That's what it's become. This is the, the, the Rhode Island Democrat Party version of democracy. Scavenger hunt elections. It, 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 it makes no sense. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's not legitimate. How do I feel about voting statewide? I feel like, what's the point? I do. Now, they can't do it to the mass scale in local elections. But as I've been saying, and you keep hearing people talk about it in the media, right? There's a, they think it's like a malaise. What's going on? No one seems enthused. They, they won't acknowledge. They've completely changed the nature of the game. And if you allow certain things to happen, you, you do change the nature of the game. You know, not a great example. I'll give just two examples. Hear me out. Now, Right now, it's 1232. You're listening to the John DiPietro Show. I'm going to use two examples for you. One is the three-point shot. Three-point shot changed college basketball and NBA basketball. You know, anyone now, if, the, if you took someone that watched basketball... It doesn't matter, college or pro, but especially pro. But watched it. If you took someone to a Celtics game, you know, whenever, in the 90s, or even early, if you go back to when Larry Bird played and the Celtics, uh, great teams of the 80s, uh, and then took them to a game now, uh, it's a different game. Number one, obviously, it's more physical. It's more traveling. But everything is the three-point shot and they shoot from way downtown. And then the college game is the same. So if someone wasn't paying attention, they'd be like, "You know, what you need to do is, you know, drive the lane and work it down to the big guy and that's that's not the game anymore. You know, the game has changed. Someone like a Steph Curry, the the amount of three-point shots. If you go back to the 80s, the team that understood and the coach that understood that the college game changed. Was Rick Pitino and that team with Billy Donovan when they went to the final four. And Providence shot more threes than any other team in the country. They understood the percentages. It's worth it to try to get the three-point shot instead of just driving it down low and getting two points. So we're going to try to get three three three-pointers for nine points instead of just three shots for two, which would be a total of six points. Baseball. When's the last time anyone, if you watched a baseball game or sit or go to a Fenway Park or watch a game, everything now is a strikeout or a home run. And it's it's destroyed the game. And they use, you know, guys come in for one batter at a time. There's too many pitchers. You know, I was, you know, if you watched and remember, which I do, watching the Red Sox Cincinnati Reds, then 75 World Series, Louis Tian pitched the entire game. Louis Tion, who also had to hit in that game, by the way. But he threw over 150 pitches. 150. He pitched all nine innings. When's the last time you don't see that anymore? But baseball, you know, they, obviously, the hitters, look at the size of them. You look at baseball film from the 90s, it's like a bunch of stick men running around. Now they all look like Paul Bunyan. They all use the various nutrients and you know, um, supplements and it, everything now it's either a home run or it's, it's a strikeout and, and I think it's like destroyed the game and a lot of people feel that way. My point is baseball, they've allowed, you got to keep adjusting. So just getting back to the election, um, this this is just going to be who can go out and have special interest groups collect the most ballots for them. That's what this is. That's what's going on. And then, therefore, whoever cuts deals with the special interest, you're not talking about just a couple of campaign workers. You're talking about large numbers of special interest. You know, as we have talked about, um, the Teamsters, they're doing a $500,000 TV buy for Dan McKee, uh, just so we're all clear, that's not because they, they like his smile. That's not because they believe in his leadership. There's a very expensive deal, IOU, attached to that buy. And guess who's going to have to pay it? Look in the mirror. So, But if, if you change the nature of the elections the way they did, with all these ridiculous talking points of we got to get the most people voting as possible. We have to make sure the homeless can vote and the handicap. We have to have all this ballot harvesting for the handicap and the disabled and blah, 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 and this foolishness. So as a result of that, starting tomorrow, boom, drop boxes are open for business. Because then if they ever get caught, it's not mail fraud. If you, if you send a fraudulent ballot through the mail... At the very least, they catch you for mail fraud. But that's a limited, that's why they put up all those drop boxes. So what's going to happen? I don't know what to make of the Helena folks campaign. And I do believe the former head of CBS amongst the Democrats would be the best person to win. She doesn't owe anyone anything. She's had success as a CEO. Um, She doesn't have any political deals. I believe she would truly do what's best and makes the most sense for the taxpayers. Uh, Gorbea does not fit that. McKee is the worst. He is. And he is laying low, could be listing right now at his home. Osley has COVID. Good afternoon, Governor. <clears throat> He's got his new TV commercial. They're going to pump more. But what he really has is the special interests are going to act as the campaign team to deliver ballots for him. I, I am amazed that people think that's a form of democracy. Um, I'm already hearing from union workers. It's, it's not even an option. It's like you have to come and deliver to them your ballot. And and let me also just remind people, not everybody cares as much about voting as maybe you do. Not everyone cares as much. So a, a lot of people, it's like, you know, they don't, it doesn't mean anything. So if they vote for someone, it's just, they don't care. So they'll hand over the ballot. They don't. They don't care. And I have a feeling that the McKee Matos, I would imagine he's got her along for the ride as well. That the two of them are planning on collecting the most votes, not getting voters to the polls. You know, as Justin Katz we talked about, it used to be the people, you know, they get a bus and they rent buses. And they literally, if you need a ride to the polls, that, those days are over. Now it's we're going to go. You can fill out your mail ballot, and we'll collect it from you. I think it's wrong. I've said it's wrong. Other states don't allow it. It is wrong. This is not democracy. These are not um, these are not credible elections, and this has nothing to do with President Trump. And people that don't understand that or disagree with it are about to find out. They're about to find out. So, folks, this portion of the program is brought to you by AtMed Urgent Care. Now, if you have an emergency, the way I did, stop by AtMed Urgent Care. Two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnston. And also 5750 Post Road East Greenwich, right across from Felicia's. AtMed Urgent Care. How many people, doesn't this sound familiar, You go to the emergency room and it's a long wait? I know people wait hours at an emergency room. Well, AtMed Urgent Care. Providing comprehensive outpatient health care, individuals, families, specialized in ambulatory medicine, diagnostic treatment services, at Med Urgent Care. Two locations, walk-in routine urgent care, minor surgical, orthopedic and trauma, work-related injuries, uh, physical exams. And on top of that, Governor McKee should actually go to at Med Urgent Care because they offer Mononuclear antibody infusions at Med Urgent Care. Look for them online. It's at medurgentcare.net, and you can stop in two locations. Especially like right now today, if you had a work injury, you could pop by their East Greenwich location right across from Felicia's on Post Road, or the Johnston location uh, at Med Urgent Care. Stop it and see them, 1524 Atwood Avenue in Johnson. Folks, again, it's um 1241. And I want to um remind you to visit the website dpetro.com, which is brought to you by Brood Awakenings. You know, I love Brood Awakenings. You're gonna love it as well. They are three locations. It's all fresh food, it's comfortable drink. You know, I've told the story. Someone, you know, I was going to meet with someone who was going to provide me with some information, and they said, "Why don't we meet at a Dunkin' Donuts?" And I, I said, "There's no way to sit down at Dunkin' Donuts." They said, "Oh, okay. Why don't we, why don't we meet at Starbucks?" I said, "Well, at Starbucks they have places to sit, but you can't get a seat because there are people who just park themselves all day." I said, "Listen, I want to meet with you, and we're going to meet in a public place. Meet me at Brute Awakenings. Okay, all the food is fresh, the drinks are delicious." service is excellent and there's nice comfortable chairs and there's plenty of places to meet if you have a business meeting if you're going to interview or meet someone for a job for a date any type of occasion and you're going to meet them in a public place i would do it at brute awakenings or if you work from home and want to just go out to a place that has a little activity three locations they're right there in johnson cherry hill with the drive-thru, Pontiac Avenue in Cranston, and also Balt Hill Road in Warwick, which is just fantastic. It's Brute Awakenings. And there's a link on the website at dePetro.com. <clears throat> so by all accounts, I will say that Governor McKee has managed to. Um, to essentially, seemingly, he's going to make it close. And now it's just a matter of... Now, I also say this. Today is the last day to request a mail ballot for the primary. It doesn't mean you can't be involved in early voting. But the requesting of the mail ballots is, is ludicrous. Rhode Island should not have them. There's no reason for Rhode Island to have them. Not to this degree. Um, I also... You know, it's interesting. I I saw that last night in the news, totally unrelated, but Ballads is losing their liquor license for two weeks. I think it's interesting. People, all these people saying, I went to, I've been to reggae festivals. It's really peaceful, man. They're like, everybody comes together. It's like amazing. And uh, there were people there saying, I was there. I didn't hear any reggae music. It sounded like gang fest with all rap music. So Black Island leaders suspend ballads liquor entertainment license for two weeks. I, I support that. I absolutely um, support that. And I, I know the owner. But he, he, they put a lot of money into that place. But all of the deadbeats, all of the dirtbags that you don't want coming to your establishment that's where they go that's where they go you like you can't deny that um without ballads, now they may still go there and bring those little nip bottles by the way but the crowd that was fighting on the ferry the crowd that was attracted and but it's always been that way but it's gotten worse and it's gotten more dangerous and when you have quote a reggae fest which we had on the the promoter that books the DJs. I mean, there was no reggae being played. It was all, you know, rap. Then you attract definitely a different type of crowd. Um, this isn't someone with the you know, the glass drums and, and strumming a little like, listen, you know, I, I, I haven't listened to reggae recently. In the summertime, I was with a crowd years ago at a friend of mine at a beach house. who would always be playing, like, some Jimmy Cliff or Bob Marley in the background. Um, you know, it is relaxing. It is, it all does kind of sound the same. But I think it's interesting. People, like, uh, there was no reggae music. It was, it was gang fest with the music. But the crowd that took the ferry to go to ballads. How come they don't go to Nantucket? Well, because there's no place that they would feel comfortable hanging out in Nantucket. Nantucket's expensive. Nantucket is a completely different crowd. And Nantucket doesn't appeal to that crowd. Um, Why don't they go to Newport? Sometimes they do go to Newport. Sometimes they go, or maybe they go to New Bedford. This is the crowd that sometimes would go to Oakland Beach. But how come they don't go to Martha's Vineyard? Well, because they really don't have places like ballads that cater them. Ballads could, they would draw less people, but they'd still have a nice, they'd have a nicer crowd. They would have a controllable crowd. So the fact that they suspended their entertainment license, um, as I have said, <clears throat> look at the acts. That are playing Fenway Park. Fenway Park does not book acts that would attract trouble. Who plays Fenway Park? James Taylor, Elton John, the other night Imagine Dragons. You had some rock bands, but they were the older rock bands. There are certain acts that you need more security than others. And I worked in, I worked in a nightclub. I worked in a live music nightclub Where we would have three live acts on Friday night. Three live acts on Saturday. There were certain acts that just attracted trouble. Certain acts did not. Um, I remember, I wasn't working there. But one time the living room booked (laughs) Megadeth. And they had a lot of problems. And a lot of fights. Because it attracted a certain crowd. Um, There were certain, as I said. I mean, there's just certain types of acts that where there's more rest than others. So I think ballads, you know, yeah, there's nothing like live entertainment. You don't want everything to have to be recorded. But you want to have the right type of live entertainment. You don't want streams and scores of gang members getting off the ferry saying, we're headed to your establishment to attend this free show. That's what you don't want. So they can be open. They're certainly not going to make any money because uh, they they can't serve alcohol. But, um, and, and Steve Filippi spoke about it. Um, there were a lot of problems. But they they were expecting a lot of people, but, and then it just, they, the whole element of if this is not people getting into their cars and then leaving the event it's just it's completely different from when everybody has to pile on and by the way it was um it, when it when it when it was also extremely hot And because there were so many people, it was tough to, you know, get a drink and so forth. So, but there were other acts that you could book that just wouldn't. When everybody had to then get on the ferry, that obviously, it's not like, hey, you get in your car, you get in your car and drive away. Everybody had to cram in for the ride back to the shore, back to Galilee, Point Judith. So that certainly came into play. So I like Steve. The whole thing is unfortunate. Um, I like Block Island. Uh, my family's been out there for a long time. I've gone out there at different times. Um, it is terrific. And you don't want to see it ruined. But if you saw the video that I have and the crowd coming off, that that, that is not the type of crowd you want coming into your establishment, regardless, whatever your establishment is. You you don't want that type of crowd. You know, people have been they have various arrest warrants, they carry weapons, they're not afraid to stab somebody. They're they're rude, they're loud, they're 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 not they they're also they're not gonna spend a lot of money. They are not the type of crowd you want to attract and in any way, shape or form. So, and, and there's different places like that. There's a difference between, you know, you have people that go to Block Island, and it's very quaint, and it's relaxing, and it's beautiful. There are people that spend time on the island, and they go nowhere near the whole Ballard's scene. So they're immune from that. But there were people that were trying to get back on the ferry. There were people that shouldn't have to deal with that. So, you know, the, the good news about this is it should you know water it down and you need to set up some parameters as i've talked i don't want to go on and on but when you when you have a free event you're you're asking for trouble there's a certain crowd that goes to the free event if it's free it's for me um there are people that flock to things because they're free events as a matter of fact so you know i don't know 10 bucks it's 10 bucks to get on five bucks there were some people that won't pay the five bucks believe it or not keeps them out gotta charge something keep out some of the riffraff um <clears throat> you don't want people that are arriving in an event with knives and and those were gang members that were arrested i don't care what anyone says i've talked to the police you had providence gang members arrested you had patucket gang members arrested um i like steve i'm sorry he's going through this whole thing but that, that was just a breaking point. And I don't blame the people on Black Island. For like, this is crazy. We don't have the infrastructure to control a crowd like that. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show at 1252 is brought to you by J. Perry Paving. High quality, fair pricing, exceptional service. Have you been thinking about getting your driveway paved? Residential, commercial, seal-coating patios. J. Perry Paving. Call them today at 401 732-1730 401 732-1730 J Perry Paving, licensed and insured contracting company committed to meeting their clients needs no matter how big, how small. Uh remember whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway, J Perry Paving has your back. Affordable, smooth and safe to drive on, aesthetically appealing. J Perry Paving. Call them 401 732 1730 free quote if you're listening right now and you're saying you know what Juan, i i i'd like to get my driveway paved they do a fantastic job by the way and it's sometimes earlier in the summer when i was covering a story there were three neighbors all in the same street made it easier they all got their driveway paved and it worked out that way residential commercial seal coating patios and remember if you're a veteran or you're related to a veteran there's no one better or treats veterans better than J. Perry Paving. Call them today, 401-732-1730, 401-732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. Folks, good afternoon. You're listening to The John DiPietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. This portion of the program at 12.53. Hey, again, on the website. It's brought to you by Centerdale Revival. Comfort, food, cocktails. Uh, stop it and see Shane and company. He, has, he runs such a great place. 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Right across from North Providence Town Hall. Right next door to Stella Sweets. Where you can get delicious desserts. Centerdale Revival. Comfort Food and Cocktails 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Stop in and see Shane. So now, folks, next hour, and again, I I know people are disappointed. I think we're going to do Facebook later. I'm not sure. We're still trying to work out some various things. And then I had a medical thing I had to have done. Um, But we were on last night, and I talked extensively about what happened last week. Uh, I'll probably put that on on the website at some point, but we're still trying to get up to speed. Um, but you can visit the website petro.com. Next hour, we um we we have to, you know, I'm, I'm big on you. Got to follow the truth. Sometimes you got to follow where the truth is taking us. And I'm I'm not alone here. You know, there have been some various individuals, like I think Laura Ingram who have spoken out about some of the um you know listen i have as many of you know i mean i i have voted for president trump twice i i have met him i've had the privilege of meeting him no one has been better to me i mean they they had me at the white house not once but several times i've been in uh the roosevelt room um i i you know think the world of him but i i um I am at a loss as to his chosen legal team. Um, You you need to have the strongest possible legal team. And I get it. Listen, the raid, yeah, that seemed, it did. It seemed heavy-handed. Uh, It seemed, I know people are saying, you know, why did that have to happen? I think those are, those are all fear questions. I don't blame him for being upset and his family for being upset. Um, However, um, you you, you know, you're talking about the, the United States government. And... You're talking about, they certainly felt that there were very important documents and high-level classified documents that that they needed to get their hands on. And what I think is, is really important, unimpo- excuse me, something I think is very unfortunate is I'm not going to just go down the whole thing of everything's fake news. The... Uh, and I'm going to talk about it next hour, but the New York Times story about what they found in that Christina Bob, when you communicate to the FBI and the Department of Justice that you no longer have, you're no longer in possession of classified documents, you certainly. Are running into trouble if they're finding out, you know, they do a raid and, you know, surprise, surprise, um, they find 300 documents that should not have been there. So I'm looking at Wall Street Journal, National Archives letter to Trump highlights concerns over papers before search. There, There certainly seemed to have been some kind of a warning here. Certainly seem to be some kind of a warning. There's a paper trail of warnings. We're learning more that this has been going on for quite some time. So however that was going to be worked out, either himself or the people representing him, the fact he had more than 300 classified documents at Mar-a-Lago, what, what, again, I know people are going to say, yeah, but he declassified them. Well, then, then, then why... Then, then why wasn't that, that, that there seems to be, there's some, something breaks off here of his attorney saying that, you know, they don't exist. And then them raiding the place and getting 300 documents. So, you know, there's something that doesn't match up here. And I get it. People can say, what about Hillary with emails? I get it. What about Russiagate? True. Yeah. But. You know, there are security tapes. You do have Secret Service that are there. Um, His attorneys seem to be a little slow to figure out what they need to do. But somebody signed off saying we handed everything off. And that clearly was not the case. So we'll talk about that. A little bit next hour, folks. Again, uh, next hour, we have another full hour to go to Power Hours next. Here's what we're going to do. We are going to break for the 1 o'clock news, and then we have another full hour to go on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can listen at the website, which is toPetro.com. Let's break, get you to up to speed on all the news of the day with the 1 o'clock news, and we'll be back for the Power Hour on the other side.